Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Luke 14, verses 25 through 35. Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 35. Quote, And there went great multitudes with him. And he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children, and brethren, and sisters, yeah, yea, and his own life also. He cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it, lest haply after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to war or going to make war against another king sitteth not down first? and consulteth whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth ambassadors and desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt have lost its savor, or his savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land, nor yet for the dunghill, but men cast it out. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. The words of Jesus are never spoken casually, never. The words of Jesus were always pregnant with meaning and power. And power. When Jesus speaks, he is speaking the divine imperative. Because Jesus does not fit his purposes to me 
or his purpose to me. I must bow to him. These words are very powerful because they speak to the very essence of what it means to follow Jesus. Following Jesus must be motivated by the most intense clarity because this is the intense life. This is the essence of the intense life. The essence for the believer, the essence of the intense life is following Jesus. Now, note the terse language. Note the the crisp clarity of the language. Beginning in verse 26, notice the use of the word hate. And in the Greek, this word hate is in the present indicative. And you see this the word not that follows the word hate. It is the, a, the, a word of absolute negation. And so Luke uses a word that means to almost forget one's own existence when following Jesus. To almost forget one's own existence. Such is the demand of Jesus. And notice he talks about uh, the familial values and even oneself, he says, and if and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Now, it is very interesting that the intense language that Jesus uses has been set aside or abrogated in the contemporary church. Indeed, the language, this language, is hardly discussed at all because of the demand that Jesus makes upon the individual. Verse 27, And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my So, and then Jesus illustrates this teaching in verses 28 through 33. So, and once again, for which of you intending to build a tower setteth not down. Notice the language, setteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it. Thus happily, after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him. So the language here, or the meaning of this language is, is this. So in the parable of the tower, or the meaning of the parable of the tower is this. Sit down and see if you can afford to follow me. Sit down and see if you can afford to follow me. And then we have the parable of the king. The parable of the king reads, or what king going to war 
<clears throat> once again, against another king, listen carefully, sitteth not down first and consulteth, whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. Or else while he, the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth ambassadors and desireth conditions of peace. So the parable of the king means this. Sit down and see if you can afford to refuse my demands. Once again, the meaning of the parable of the king is this. Sit down and see if you can afford to refuse my demands. The language is very powerful. And so it would do us well as professed believers to understand what Jesus is saying. One should do a great deal of thinking, a great deal of prayer, a great deal of meditation around these words. And think about what Jesus is saying. Think about his words deeply. I'm not talking about thinking about his words in the context of a sermon or a public or a, a public homily. I'm talking about thinking about the words of Jesus for what they mean to you as one who professes to know him. Jesus wants us to go mere, go beyond mere profession. Jesus wants you and I to enter into the intense life. The intense life is the exact opposite of the, of the professed life. Jesus wants you and I to live the confessed life, where we confess through our actions through our, and through our deeds that we know him. It is here and then that our lives bear fruit. And notice, the centrality of the cross, the centrality of the cross of our salvation. This, the cross is central to our salvation. The cross may not be central to much contemporary so-called Christian teaching, but the cross is central to the word of God. The cross is central to the New Testament documents. The cross is central to our salvation because it is only through the death of Christ on the cross. It is only through the substitutionary death of Jesus upon the Roman gibbet for you and I that we have salvation. And Jesus cried from the cross, cross, to the less die, it is finished. That meant that we have, he had achieved redemption for us. Now notice, Jesus did not fade away. He did not swoon. He did not leave 
this world in a weakened state, the biblical documents tell us that he shouted his victory. The biblical documents tell us that he voluntarily surrendered his life because he is God Almighty. He voluntarily surrendered his spirit unto the Father. So we see that the shout indicated that Jesus had met the righteous indignation of God on behalf of sin. He freed you and I from sin and eternal damnation. He got that victory for us through his death on the cross. Jesus shouted, it is finished, and then he bowed his head. He defeated death, and he satisfied the righteous anger of God towards sin. You and I were set free through the cross of Jesus Christ. What does he ask of us? What does he ask of you and I? He doesn't ask us to do something that he himself has not done. He says what? Luke 14, 27, And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. It is our destiny if we are to follow Jesus in discipleship that we bear the cross, that we carry the cross, that we bear the stigma of the cross. Paul said that he bore in his body the stigmata, the stigma of Jesus. Paul was not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. To the Jew first, and then to the Greek. Paul knew the power of the gospel. It is God's power. It is God's wisdom. It is God's mercy. It is God's grace. By grace are we saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Become, beloved, a real disciple of Jesus. Bear his cross without shame. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich. And God bless you. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.